Welcome back to Gilmore to Say with Tara and Haley. I'm Tara. This is Haley. Hi, Haley. Hi, Tara. It's election day. Well, it will be when this airs. It is. It, it is. is today. It is, in fact, today. You voted early, though, right? Yeah, I did. I saw that you did that on your Instagram. I did not just vote early. I voted very early in the morning, which you did. You, <laughs> I know more than anyone knows that that is not my time of day. I saw your text all. exchange that you posted on your Instagram. What did it say? With Mandy <laughs> cracked me up. <laughs> she was like, "I'm going to be at your house at eight twenty in the morning," and I was like, "Mandy, I just need you to know that this text felt like a horror movie. <laughs> like nothing is scarier than someone saying that they're going to be at my house, wanting me to leave my house." at 8 20 in the morning <laughs> not a morning girly honestly that's scary for me and I sleep pretty normal hours I would say relatively yeah. like I'm a night owl but I I didn't know night owl until I met you yeah yeah that's when Taylor wrote midnights she had me in mind she really did <laughs> sleepless nights I lost my I voted sticker, which is not the reason that you should vote, obviously. No, but it's exciting to share it. <laughs> yeah, and I, I guess it was because it was so early for me that I just, after I got it, I was like... Yeah. So it's really sad that I didn't get to wear it. But it reminds me of when Lorelai is afraid that Rory's not going to get to vote after she steals yes. the yacht. And she says, Rory loves to vote. And she, like, changed her I voted sticker to all of her different purses yeah. until it wouldn't, like, she had to tape it oh on. Oh, my God. And I was like, that's cute. you. Love That's it. you, and then you didn't have one. You had to draw it on. It's not me because I I, I did draw it on. <laughs> Can I tell you when I voted in 2020? Uh, they ran out of of stickers and I was really happy to hear oh, that well that's nice I was like, great that means a lot of people yeah, came out and voted. voted and I straight up took one off of the pavement outside and you bet <gasps> your bottom dollar I wore it the pavement of New York City no the pavement of Connecticut <laughs> I'm registered in Connecticut oh, oh okay okay <laughs> the pavement of New Only York slightly better <laughs> No, it was outside my high school on the basketball court. And I was like, oh, perfect. Okay. Here's a sticker. But I'll just take I this love that you literally one. were just like, not only do you sit on your bed in your outside clothes, but you took a sticker off the ground of New York City and you put it on your. That, that one was a little bit too far. That one made me a little. If that was the case, I was like, I'm glad we do this virtually. <laughs> <laughs> different rooms. No. no, it was in a very small town in Connecticut. Yeah. Basketball court. It looked clean. And here I am today. So <laughs> I'm really happy for Thank you so much. <laughs> but you know, there are very few things that I wake up early for, as you know, but voting is one of them. Which is great. I think that's great. And someone who would deeply advocate for that is our pal or enemy, Taylor Dozy. Yeah. That's a, that's the real question, is it not? Is is Taylor Dozy our pal or is he an enemy of the pod? You know, that was a question that was kind of posed you know, on the pod last week, but we also posted it to our Instagram followers because people are very split on how they feel about Taylor Dozy. Yeah. You know, I was super, super surprised by the result of this poll because I I kind of like split it into three parts asking everyone how they felt about Taylor. Mm -hmm. And it was um, like, you like Taylor, you do not like Taylor, or you're kind of indifferent. Mm -hmm. And it was 50% liked Taylor. Really? Yeah. 50% like Taylor. Well, do you think it's a situation kind of like how you feel about Mitchum Huntsberger? Like, you Ooh. hate Mitchum Huntsberger as a human, but as a character, you like 100%. him. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know. I guess I didn't specify whether or not it was like you like him as a character you liked. Because the way that I phrased it was I don't like him I fast forward through his scenes mm-hmm. but I would never fast forward through a Mitchum Huntsberger scene because I love I love watching them um because it was 50 percent uh loved him there was a 36 percent that were just indifferent mm. there was just it's Taylor 
Okay. You know? And then 14% didn't like him, and they fast-forward through his scenes. Um, but for the most part, every other time I've seen people talk about Taylor Dosey, they're like, love to hate him, or hate to hate him. Just do not like him being a part of this town. They think he's too much. Yeah, and I completely understand that, because I think that he is presented as the antagonist a lot of the times within the town. So, like, that's completely understandable that people would be split. But... What they do a really good job at, the writers and Michael Winters, who plays Taylor Dosey, like, they do a really good job at making people feel sorry for him. Like, the audience does feel oh, bad for yeah. him in a way. At least I feel that way. Well, because we don't, we don't know that much about him. Like, for this character that is, like, such, like, in terms of, like, the townies, the side characters, he is a pretty big role, yeah. like, in terms of, I would say it's kind of, like, Taylor, Kirk, and... Bebet and Patty, in terms of like the townspeople, play the biggest roles. Yeah, for um, sure. And I feel like we know a fair amount of them and their back life and their home life, but not so much with Taylor. We know he is the town selectman. Mm-hmm. We know he is works in real estate or is acquiring real estate. He's buying um, up the town. He's trying to. <laughs> what's that line that um that when Luke runs into Lorelai's house and he's like buying up the town. Oh, it's when it's um when he's buying it's um it's in the apartment. It's in season two, it's in Lost and Found when they're looking for the apartment. Yeah. And he comes over and he's like, I just spent a hundred thousand dollars and it's all your fault. And then he starts like <laughs> telling her about how Taylor wants to turn the town into Taylorville. He's buying up the town, he's gonna turn it into Taylorville where everybody has to wear like sweater vests and keep their grass Cardigans. At, yes, and keep their grass at a yeah. like one and a half inch height <laughs> exactly that's like pretty much what we know about taylor is like that line yeah, exactly exactly but interestingly despite being kind of like this mysterious character as far as his background goes we don't know a lot about his personal life we never see him with a partner yeah we know his sister lives in maine because of just like gwen and gavin yes. when kirk has to do the winter carnival mm-hmm. but Other than that, not knowing too much about him, he is very integral, not only in the town, but in the storyline, you know, between all of these characters. Jackson running for town selectman never would have happened if Taylor hadn't been such an antagonist. Like, all of the events have all been orchestrated by Taylor, you know? So there are a lot of things that happen at the hand of Taylor Dosey, kind of inadvertently, despite the fact that, like, he's a character that... I don't want to say doesn't have a lot of substance to him, but doesn't have as much background as some of the other characters a lot of people have said that he is very one note like he doesn't have as much of like a redemption arc in what he does that he's very consistent in who he Mm -hmm. is and how he operates Mm -hmm. that it's like his way or the highway um but i will say that like he does in like terms of respecting democracy he really does respect the vote of the stars hall of citizens Mm -hmm. because like as the town selectman he leads the town meetings and when someone when, like, the town votes against what he wants, he begrudgingly accepts it mm-hmm. because, like, he knows, you know, it almost feels like he would rather, like, go by the law than go against what everyone wanted, you know yeah. what I mean, even if it's not what he wanted. So he's, like, very respectful of that process mm-hmm. because I know a lot of people wrote in because they were like, what is the difference between, like, what is a town selectman? What does a town selectman do? What is a mayor in, like, relation to that? 
Um, and I didn't know that town selectmen were like a New England town thing. Yeah. It's it's in Connecticut. Like when I like looked it up, it says in some places, such as Connecticut, the board is headed by a first selectman who historically has served as the chief administrative officer of the town and may be elected separately from the rest of the board. Yeah. It's um it's something I heard a lot growing up in Connecticut. Yeah. It's like first selectman so and so, you know. Yeah. What does a first selectman do you know there, there's yeah. giant question marks surrounding that because it doesn't happen in all towns yeah because it's a it's a part-time job mm-hmm. with no salary mm-hmm. he's just kind of like this chief administrative officer of the town who manages the town itself yeah. um there was the example that they gave on i literally just looked up the wikipedia page for town selectmen Love. Um, <laughs> um but one of the examples was a town such as Woodbridge. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is referenced a lot, but yes. like it's interchanged with Woodbury. I know. Two different it's towns. It's like <laughs> different towns, yep. but like, and it was the one that like they listed for Woodbridge that I kind of like fudged. And I was like, well, this is basically Stars Hollow. Yeah, for sure. No, very similar vibes. And it's like in a town like this, the legislative body, it seems like, is the like town meetings that they hold Mm -hmm. so like even though it's like lol funny it like seems like a very integral part of the way that the government is run in stars hollow Mm. is these town meetings which i was like wow they are a lot more important Mm -hmm. than i had previously realized Mm -hmm. i thought it was just like everyone finding out what's happening yeah it's like yeah they're important to the town i know which is crazy because i say this as someone who knew there was a first selectman i knew there was one because i would see signs everywhere as a kid Still had no idea until this very moment what a town selectman does. <laughs> yeah. So thank you. Though there there was briefly a mayor in season one, Harry Porter, but I feel like the like disappearance of the mayor is like almost like the writers realize that in Connecticut it is more likely that a town like this would have a selectman. Yeah. So they kind of just like ax the mayor and just pretended like that never happened. I believe that we also have mayors, but I'd have to double check on that. I kind of think part of, I mean, I'm sure that that was probably a reason, but I also think that part of it was because like Taylor being the one who's in charge of the town is so much more interesting than someone like Mayor Porter. I do think it would have been an interesting dynamic had they kept Mayor Porter that like Taylor, this guy who seemingly runs the show, is always up against this guy who like is super old school and Taylor's very old school in his own way, but like likes to have control over things. And so to watch Taylor not have control over something as a control freak would have been really interesting. Oh, it would have been interesting, but it would have been too much. I feel like not enough, not enough time for us to really explore that because like we're not as invested in that story, you know? Yeah. To have like him come against Luke and then have to have Taylor come against Harry Porter. Well, unless they just isolated that to like a handful of episodes throughout the series where like it's almost like Gran coming in every so often with Emily. LOL. Like, because that's almost like the <laughs> exact same dynamic, right? Like, they always have a kryptonite type person who comes in and like tries to stomp on what, you know, they're trying to build. With Emily, yeah. it's tricks. And with Taylor, it's Mayor Porter. You know, we could have had something like that, but. We wouldn't have been as invested in it yeah. as we became in Taylor's character, so to speak. Yeah. You know, it's just like, it's Taylor. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like he is as much the backbone of Stars Hollow as, like, anyone else mm-hmm. is. Like, so much of the town exists because of him. And to have, like, Harry Porter there, it just feels like, it just doesn't feel the same. No, I agree. But I do like the idea of, like, him and Luke coming up against each other and then Luke going to Harry and Harry being like, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Though I don't know that 
Luke and Harry would have had that kind of relationship because of what we see in no. Love and War and Snow. But oh, absolutely not. Totally agree. But something that a lot of people in our responses to asking questions about how they felt about Taylor, what they wanted to hear us talk about today was actually the lack of exploring anything about his personal life. And I'd say at the top of the list was that he never had a partner. Yeah, or never referenced anything that he was like, not even like a past, because I feel like most people at some point get like some sort of backstory of like a past flame, like someone that they were with, Mm. like just to kind of like flesh them out. And I think that's something that's really interesting about Taylor is they never get you any sort of like sympathy for this character to empathize with him through any sort of personal relationship. It's always through his like commitment and devotion to the town he's only in a relationship with stars hollow yeah he is in love with his work like you know committed relationship with arguably the stars hollow mafia yeah but that's a Um, whole nother topic but never (laughs) that will have to be under lock and key um nda but yeah like there's that moment in the revival when he's talking about the gay pride parade Mm -hmm. coming through stars hollow and they're like are you leaving someone out? And like, they all lean forward to the point that like the chairs are creaking. Literally. And I was like that, I literally hated that sound effect. Cause like, it's like everyone's leaned forward and he's like, no, can't think of anyone else. And it's just so interesting that, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of didn't like that they included that yeah. in there. I, I have to agree because, of course, it's speculation on a lot of people's minds. A lot of people wrote in about it in our responses on Instagram. But I kind of like that Taylor's character in that capacity, his personal life, is left ambiguous. Because I think that's, yeah. I think that it's meant to. I think it's meant to be ambiguous and like not defined by who his partner is, what gender his partner is, who he's interested in, what kind of relationships he has outside of his relationship with the town. Like, I think that's what makes Taylor's character what it is. Love him or hate him, that's what it is. No, totally. And I think that's one of the things that the revival kind of did a lot of is, like, taking these, like, I don't think it was a joke that Taylor had never been with anyone or that had never spoken to it. Mm -hmm. But then, like, making it one, I was like, oh, this is weird. Like, commenting on it in this way just felt off and I I know a lot of people thought it was funny yeah like, for sure and by all means and that's fine but it's almost like the Mr. Kim bit it's like exactly that's exactly what I was gonna say yeah like things that they knew the fandom had kind of been like where's Mr. Kim is Taylor gay does Taylor have any interest in in anybody in town does he have a, yeah at is all he married you know and that's what they leaned into and that's totally valid but for me, I was okay with not knowing, you know, yeah. what Taylor's sexuality is. And they do leave that ambiguous. Yeah, because he doesn't say anything. No. He has no idea what they're talking and about. that's okay. <laughs> we don't need to know. That's, again, what we makes Taylor Taylor. And I think there's something very cool about that. But the Taylor is in love with, with Stars Hollow. Yeah. Mr. Stars Hollow. Exactly. But someone asked, I'm so curious to know what his home and daily routine looks like. <gasps> me too. Like, what do you think Taylor does when he gets home? Do you think he he's takes, totally a morning person? He's definitely a morning person, but do you think he's the kind of person that, like gets home and like immediately washes all of his clothes? <gasps> a man after your own heart. <laughs> he absolutely would not wear his outside clothes in his no. bed. No, definitely not. Love that. But oh my god, that makes me really sad. Do you remember that scene in um The Wedding Planner uh where JLo goes home and she and it's like the people at the wedding are like, oh, she must have such a romantic life. And she goes home and she makes her TV dinner mm-hmm. and she sits down in front of the TV. That's kind of what Taylor gives me the vibe yeah. of. Like he goes home, he eats dinner by himself. Oh. Or like we see him at Luke sometimes, you know, eating. Yeah. But that 
then he just goes home and that's it. And that's that's his Taylor life. Maybe that's the prequel we need. We need to know why oh Taylor God, became the way to... that he did. Yeah, because someone called it. They said, what would Gilmore Girls Taylor's version be <gasps> where the whole episode is based on Taylor Dozy? That's amazing. Like on where he goes. And I think it would honestly be like pretty pretty dull Mm. but I don't think it's like in a sad way like in like a way that like we're like oh my god he's so lonely like I think it's genuinely like he likes the life that he's living Mm. because he he's definitely a go-getter and he could like change it in some ways but I think he like wakes up takes out his ruler measures everyone's lawn (laughs) heights on his walk through town I love it I totally totally agree I think that that would be really fun to see Because it's, you know, again, I think that he's meant to be not a mystery. He's not like this mysterious man. Um, But I think he's meant to not answer so many questions about who he is as a human being outside of the town. He's really just meant to be a person who exists solely within the town and for the purpose of serving the storyline of the people in the town. You know, because we don't get that with some of the other characters. Even though Patty is a townie, we exclusively see her in Stars Hollow. We know that she was married to three men four times so yeah like we know things about her stories about her i danced on these drums at the copacabana in 1969 1968 seven like something like that like she tells stories the only thing we really know about taylor and hearing the stories that he's told is that he he was a magician we think maybe i don't know he got punched drunk (laughs) and talked about how he always wanted to be a magician and then like how he would be a magician so maybe he was a magician do you think that's what he does when he goes home? He does magic <gasps> tricks? Haley. It, oh, now I have a soft spot for Taylor Dozy, which I always had, but now it's growing. Well, that's a it question. Grew three sizes that day. Because <laughs> we asked everyone what they thought about Taylor, and like there was overwhelming like responses that like differentiated. Like they mm-hmm. were so divisive. Um, someone just wrote hate. That was it. That was their only Aww. response. Why? Um, I hate I hate him. Well, I didn't ask why. I just asked how you felt okay. about him. <laughs> I feel like that would require a much bigger box. Um, someone said he was quite irritating sometimes, but sometimes you had to empathize with him. Fair. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he's funny. Other times he's annoying. Same, though. I, yeah, I, I get it. We've all had those moments. <laughs> yeah. He can be a more annoying, but I like him the worst but I feel bad for him always found him super annoying he's annoying love to hate him which classic response Mm -hmm. um I love Taylor you need him so that things don't get chaotic he's annoying but necessary even someone who said they loved him says he's annoying um he was that's pretty much the the quote is he's necessary but so freaking annoying someone wrote he's him (laughs) I saw that and I was like um okay me? Yes, I don't, he is. Yeah. He is him. He is him. He Thank is you so him. much. <laughs> He's the moment. Um, two words, lava lamp. <laughs> okay, that got me. That was one of Brett's favorite interactions in that episode where he's like, talking to Andrew about how he was trying to peddle drug paraphernalia to kids and he goes it was yeah. a lava lamp Taylor Brett lost himself he was like play it again <laughs> roll it back roll it back he has some great great lines one of my favorite ones actually I have it I wrote it down here because I knew I would never remember what it was but it's in the ins and outs of ins when Taylor thinks that it's Jess who did the chalk outline and Luke comes into the market and um, <laughs> he's Taylor says to him, fine, have it your way, but I warn you, there's going to be a lot of unhappy people at the 
SHBA. At the SHT. The SHTB. The SHNWO. The SHCC. SHC. F-I-N-E. Exactly. I just love Luke's F-I-N-E. Oh, I love that. When Mia's standing there, then he walks up and he goes, oh, hi, Mia. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Like, he just has some of the, the best lines. There's a lot of people that say I love him. I love his cardigans. Like, I actually like him, but in an ironic way, someone said. Oh, okay. Um, In a way where you're not supposed to like him, but you do. Yeah, I see that. (laughs) Maybe. But yeah, it's mostly that people either find him deeply annoying, but essential to the story. They really like him in his cardigans, or they hate him Mm. and just don't want him at all. It's kind of like the three little columns that everyone's falling in. Look, if you if you were to pull Taylor Dozy out of this story, there would be no Stars Hollow. Like, he is integral to the town. Love him or hate him. Again, integral. Haley, I feel like most of our followers already know that we don't really drink alcohol, but we do love a fun beverage. Oh, we do. Both of us think a fun beverage and a chill night is the epitome of a good time, especially when that drink is a recess mood, which is a delicious sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like mood lifting magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens. So you can relax without the alcohol. I drink mine every night while reading, of course. Tara, tell everyone how you enjoy yours. Honestly, I usually drink mine while we're recording the podcast. (laughs) It's my favorite way to enjoy a recess. And all of our besties can get 15% off the Recess Mood Sampler Pack at takearecess.com slash GTS. Recess Mood is made with real fruit and comes in four delicious flavors like strawberry rose and raspberry lemon. But my personal favorite is the grapefruit tangerine. And with only 20 calories and no added sugar, it's the perfect way to chill. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash GTS and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. I don't know what it is, but cowboy boots are magic. Since they've arrived, I've worn my Tacovis boots almost every day. I have the Annie in Midnight. I know you have the Annie in Bone. I do. But they make me feel so powerful because, of course, it is my dream to be a cowgirl. Yes, I know this about you, but I also know <laughs> you've told me that you wear them while you write your book. I do. I wear them all the time because I also wear them when I get dressed up or when I'm sitting at my dress recording the podcast because they make me feel so bold and brave and like I can do anything no matter how I style them. Tacovis has carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality that you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service with boots for men and women handmade from the most premium leathers. And if you dream of being cowgirls like us or you're already Western to your core, Tacovis is the perfect brand to start with because they believe in Western for all. They don't only offer their handmade boots, but all sorts of head-to-toe Western staples. Perfect jeans to go with your boots, pearl snaps, bandanas, and cowboy hats. You name it and they'll get you out. Fitted. And if you can't make it into a store, Tacovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. So visit tacovis.com. That's T E C O V A S.com. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovis has said that they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tacovis.com. Just use the code Gilmore at checkout. That's G I L M O R E. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast. So they're always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code Gilmore at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tecovis. Only at Tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west.
how do you feel about him? I feel indifferent. I like his character. You fall in the 36%. Yeah, I feel indifferent about him. I don't love him. I don't hate him. He's important. That's how I feel. He's important to the story. He's important to the lives of the Gilmore girls. Do I think he's insufferable at times? Absolutely. But do I think (laughs) he's necessary? Absolutely. Like, he needs to be there. He creates these really fun town events. Why? Who's to say? I know. Who who would run these town events that these girlies get to go to? Who would budget the town? Exactly. Because, like, I actually really like the character of Taylor. I I think that he offers a lot to the storyline. Um, yeah, and for sure. beyond that, I think that he is the most important person in Stars Hollow who's not, um, like, a main character. Mm-hmm. Simply for the fact that if you didn't have him, I think that so many of the qualities of other characters would make you not like him like his insufferableness makes you like other characters like I've talked about before that like people wouldn't like Luke as much if he didn't have an antagonist because I think that Luke's grumpiness would get to be too much yeah like it would be it would start to be annoying and we would start to feel that way towards Luke but because we have someone who's even worse than him who just like barges into the diner with these horrible request and Luke has to have like someone to go up against who's like actually annoying and not just being grumpy and grumbly that well it's interesting that you say that because I feel like he's not Taylor's not necessarily as bad he's just like he's nudgy in like a cheerful way sometimes and then obviously can like have (laughs) the opposite effect like swing to the other end of the spectrum and be like so brutal and like so um like such a stickler but he yeah. is like almost the cheerful annoying one. It's almost like the um it's it's like the relationship between Michelle and Tobin. Where like Yeah. Michelle is fabulous, but he is grumpy all the time. But like Tobin comes in and he's like, Hi everybody, I'm here to save the day. And then like you all you know that like deep down Tobin kind of sucks. <laughs> but like, you know, it's it's similar to that of Luke, where like Taylor on the outside just wants to really help the town he's like why don't you want to give free coffee out at the 24-hour dance marathon luke you would kick tiny tim's crutch out from under him like he tries to make <laughs> he tries to make luke seem more grumpy but that ends up like yeah. making us like luke more because we're just like over this very very cheerful man we're like get out of yeah. here i feel like in that regard it's like there's other characters like i feel like with Lorelai we end up liking Lorelai more too which I think we talked about this a bit in Townies Mm -hmm. was like when she realizes that he's gonna get no votes for town selectmen and sees him when he has the whipped cream and soda shop that is so sad oh my god that's like that's the moment and you know that he only got like eight votes or whatever it was because Lorelai made everyone (sighs) do it and it's like it's a thing of like that we talked about it's like this is her family like you don't you don't always like all your family but like you want to take care of them and like it made you like Lorelai more to support Taylor in that yeah, way for sure and like his like one moment that I feel like everyone looks to as like like that humanizes him and he's not just this like robotic um you know yeah. with all these town ordinances yeah but um, immediately after he loses the election and Jackson like goes up there and is just like I don't know I I, I don't know I don't know if I want to do this and everybody's like does anybody want to say something (laughs) (laughs) and they're like does anybody want to say something and Taylor goes I do and then he comes up and he's like he immediately starts talking about how like he looks forward to talking about the recall election when this doesn't work out so like just as you feel bad for him then you're like okay there he is never mind the only other time I think that kind of relates to this 
I guess like feeling like sympathizing for him is in Face Off when his whole family <gasps> comes to town. Oh, and he is trying so hard. I and that's not about the people stars totally hollow. Right, his brother is there. Oh my yeah. god, it's all coming together now. Maybe that was meant to answer our questions a little bit about Taylor and why he is the way he is because he was clearly like bullied by his older brother. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that just hit me in the feels. Well, that's the thing is like you have to look at it from the perspective of like his family that we get a glimpse of in Face Off and from the town of like Taylor's super controlling, but they let him do it. Yeah. You know? Like that was one of, that was something else that someone said is like, how has no one killed this man? That's like the most <laughs> oh inauthentic, inauthentic thing about like unrealistic thing about this town is that no one has killed Taylor yet but they always go along with it they like follow whatever he needs to do um in some ways because it's the law and what has to be done but in other ways it's like they just go along with his shenanigans in a way that his family wouldn't yeah and it's like they don't appreciate what he does for them yeah setting all this up and then like the thing with Taylor is he runs all the town events Mm. and they realize how hard it is when Jackson becomes the selectman Mm -hmm. because he makes it look so easy which is annoying well he makes it look easy because his entire dedication like we spoke to before is the town he's in a relationship with the town Jackson is not only married has his own produce business he's a dad like he has a lot of other things going on whereas Taylor's entire life is about the town he eats sleeps and breeds that town Jackson just physically can't (laughs) <laughs> he cannot and I think that the thing is is like the town appreciates him for it but then in face off we see he was bullied mm-hmm. by his own family and they don't appreciate him in the same way so sad. if you don't like Taylor there are some moments that they're like yeah there are they, some they moments where they like bring you back down to earth on like why he might be the way he is or to just kind of yeah. offer some empathy for him because we've all yeah. felt that rejection before through maybe friends or family close friends close Uh, people close to us (laughs) and then subsequently through like you know losing an election for something that you've been doing for a long time that you knew you were doing a good job at and the entire town was like no never mind we don't want just try something new (laughs) until they realized they couldn't do it and in the middle of the night they changed hands (laughs) that's all I can imagine (laughs) but we also posted on our Instagram stories a question box for people to ask us questions about Maybe how we feel about Taylor or anything they wanted yeah. to hear about when it comes to Taylor's character. And how we think. Yeah. Someone asks, is there a Taylor scene you have to skip because you are too annoyed? I don't, not, not anyone that I could think of off the top of my head. What about you? I honestly, even when he's being annoying, I find him to be incredibly funny. Like, there's nothing that I get to, like, someone said it. he always triggers their fight or flight response. Oh, really? <laughs> which kills me. But I think that even when he's being annoying, like, there's so many ways that, like, Michael Winters, like, makes this yeah. character just, like, so unlikable but likable yeah. at the same time. Yeah, for sure. One of my favorite things that he says is, Sores and Boils Alley. Oh, my God. Like- <laughs> Sores and Boils Alley. Oh, my God. Yeah. I forgot about that. I'd say maybe the musical. And that's not really, like, him on stage, but just every, all yeah. the talk about the musical. I'm like... Well, I love his enthusiasm for Yeah, it. for sure. Like, I love... He really thinks that he's putting on the next, like, Tony Award-winning performance. Oh, my God. A little background about Michael Winters is he's a Shakespearean actor. Oh, Did that you know does that? not surprise me. I did he's not know been, that, but that does not shock me. He's been Prospero, and he's been King Lear. <gasps> he was with the Oregon Shakespeare Festival for a while. Mm-hmm. Um 
And he has done literally so much stage work. Wow, that like, does not oh surprise God. me. I know. I want to see him as Prospero, but I was like, I loved his enthusiasm yeah. for, yeah. you know, the theater when they were doing the oh. musical. What do you think a Taylor Dosey prequel would include? Well, speaking to his relationship with his family, like, it would include a lot <gasps> of that. Getting bullied. Getting bullied. Oh, my God. I'm going to cry. Oh, my God. Why am I going to cry That's right really, now? Why, we can never do a fan fiction episode on that no, because I it would just be so literally, sad. That breaks my heart. Oh. oh, my God. It reminds me, is he, like, a little bit mastermind, the bridge, when it says no one wants, no one wanted to play with me as a little kid, so I've been scheming like a criminal ever since? Like, no one wanted to, I bet no one wanted to play with Taylor as a kid because he was, like, honestly probably trying to control playtime. No. But. <laughs> he was I just giving picture a little Taylor in his little teeny tiny cardigan just, like. He has pointing. been wearing a cardigan since day one. Oh, my God. Since he was He came out of the womb in a sweater vest. I just. The original Taylor's cardigan. I just, that makes me so sad. Because that is sometimes a reason why kids grow up to behave the way that Taylor does is because like they don't know what true friendship is yeah. I, why am I gonna cry right now? weird <laughs> I did not think this was I didn't gonna think this go was gonna there. take a left like this man <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were gonna you know like roast Taylor Dozy. here we are no this is not a roast session yeah uh, no. why am I a Taylor Dozy sympathizer right now oh man yeah you really are Jesus. this is hitting, hitting you right in the, in the feels, feels. center feels <laughs> So the prequel would be about Taylor getting bullied. Man. <laughs> and it would be on HBO. Well, I actually think that I would like to see more of like Taylor arriving in town. Do we know if Taylor grew up here? I don't remember if they ever talk about that. He's been in the town for a significant period of time. Oh, yes, because his brother says in Face Off, most of us grew up here. Or most of us yeah, lived here. Yeah. So I wonder if he was moved there as a kid, if he grew up there, what the situation was. Like, I would love to see him either, like, come back to Stars Hollow after college and, like, maybe Stars Hollow was, like... to college? Like, but maybe Stars Hollow was kind of, like, a dump and he's the one who cleans it up and makes it cute and makes it charming. The Stars Hollow Beautification Project. He started it. he's in charge of. Yeah. And that's where the Stars Hollow Mafia starts. It, a lot of people did ask where do you think the origins of the Stars Hollow Mafia Again, is? we'd have to break that down in a different episode. But yeah, no, I, I think that that could be really fun to see how he came to be in such a position of power. Yeah. You know, I make it sound like he's like, you know, taken the throne of Stars Hollow. Well, yeah, well, no, that's what a lot of people said, that he's too power hungry. And one of my favorite like dynamics of like, quote unquote, power hungry is people who are power hungry in small towns. Mm-hmm. Because like Taylor has like the organizing capacity to take on larger scale, you know, situations, events. Love. But his like, he likes being a big fish in a small pond. And I just, I love the idea of someone being power hungry in that situation. And that's like the only amount of power they ever really want to get is the power in the small town. Yeah. Do you think he has good chemistry with anyone in Stars Hollow? Um, I think that he and Patty have chemistry in a sense, in the sense that like they feed off of each other really well. So when I say chemistry, I don't mean chemistry in the way that we talked about chemistry on Thursday's episode. No, it doesn't I have just to mean be. like, like Kelly Bishop has really good chemistry with all of her scene totally. partners. It's moreover that like he and Patty just have this like, like they're just two different ends of the spectrum when it comes to what they want yeah. from the town. Because I think that Patty loves to like, she loves to pick a little, talk a little, right? She loves to like know the goings on in town in the same way Taylor does, but they use it in very different ways. Yeah. So I would say that that she has very good chemistry with him. I like that she doesn't, she's not afraid to cut him off. 
to like yeah. cut him to the bit like yeah get straight to the point cut to the exactly. heart of things and just like move him right along yeah I also think like and again this is not romantic chemistry I think he has great chemistry with Kirk the two of them I, I yeah. he has great chemistry or with Bootsy. Luke he has great chemistry with Bootsy him and Bootsy are pals forever <laughs> until the revival actually what Bootsy becomes very anti um Taylor in the revival does he really yeah I haven't seen it in a while yeah it's a it's I watched that scene where they all lean forward oh my <laughs> and God. they have that moment um but Bootsy seemed very angry something happened in those 10 years between the two of them yeah but still good chemistry what do you think yeah, I think I think Patty. I think really think Luke. Yeah. I think that they their scenes together are incredible. Yeah, but I'd say as far as like any romantic chemistry, if that's what this person is asking, like I yeah. don't see any. I, I don't see it either. But to that point, do you think that he liked the Gilmore Girls? Yes, I do. I do. Because because I think to that point, do you think he liked anyone? Uh, here's the thing. <laughs> In speaking to Taylor's background his history you know who he is as a person what his prequel would look like I think that the reason that Taylor (laughs) I think that the reason that Taylor is the way he is is because he like he doesn't want things to be easy for anybody because nothing came easy to him so I I feel like that's my least favorite kind of person (laughs) I, I know but I think that when it comes to people in the town it's not that he doesn't like them you know, I think that he likes Lorelai. I think he likes Rory. I just think that he, like, gives people a hard time. He likes to do that. I think he likes Rory more than he likes Lorelai. I agree with that. Because, like, like, I think that he sees her as a bit of a, um antagonist to him, which she is, for sure. Um, but I think he just appreciates Rory a lot yeah. more because she doesn't antagonize him until... She doesn't want to be the ice cream queen because she's very much willing to like go along with all of his schemes. Mm -hmm. But when she's not the ice cream queen anymore, he's like, I'm really seeing who you are. Mm. I don't remember what the exact like line is that he like expected better from her. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think that on the whole, I would agree with that, that he likes Rory more than Lorelai. But I think that's because like you said, Lorelai gives him more pushback. Yeah. It's that same thing that, uh, Luke said to Jess and Nick and Nora about Rory having a tighter grasp on a tighter Mm -hmm, grasp on reality mm -hmm. and I feel like Taylor appreciates that about Rory more than anyone might yeah no I I totally totally agree with that this question really when I read it I started cackling because it I'm gonna read it to you it says why is it pronounced like dozy and not like goose (laughs) (laughs) as in silly yes as in silly I deuce but isn't that what Taylor was called didn't wasn't it like the deuce was his nickname or something am I making this up yeah or maybe you're no I feel I feel like that was like in regards to maybe it was in face off that we found that out because now that I'm saying out loud Taylor it would be Taylor deuce (laughs) <laughs> Taylor Deuce, silly the Deuce. Silly Goose. Oh man. I I just like I'm so I can see it in my mind. Yeah. I don't know. If one of you knows what I'm talking about, yeah. please write in and let me know. I don't know um, what you're talking about. If you're like Haley, absolutely not, please also tell me that as well. But I could have sworn that his nickname or something was. Yeah, it's just so interesting because like it's, it is it fired something like, in my brain. Deuce. Yeah. But maybe they didn't I I don't know because we weren't there he when is they decided referenced that. in the pilot. By Patty. Yeah. And she says Taylor Dosey. Does she say Taylor Dosey or Mr. Dosey? 
Mm, I don't remember. Either, either, either way, way she does used. say his name yeah. In, yeah, in the pilot, but we don't see him for the first time until Kiss and Tell. Mm. Do you think the show would have been the same without him? No. No. Like, yeah. and as much as I would love to say that, like, having a town that's run by Miss Patty or Babette, you know, any of the other townies, Mayor Porter, no. He made the show interesting. And, like, I know a lot of people said that there has to be a conflict in the town, but why does it always have to be Taylor? That I feel like it gives you it gives you the room to like other characters a lot and, like, almost put pin all of your, like, complaints about the town onto Taylor. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, isn't that what anyone would do to, like, a true yeah. government official in the town anyways? Yeah. No, totally. <laughs> do you think he has a pet? Do you think Taylor has, like, a companion I think home? he has a cat. Yeah. I think he has a cat. At least one. Do you think you think that um, Kirk wouldn't know about it when he has cat Kirk? He wouldn't have found out about it? Um, I think he has something like a bird. Or a bird. Yeah. Oh, that's Something sweet. that talks to him. Oh my God. Why am I in my feels for Taylor Dozy right now? Are you crying? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm just like trying to wrap my head around this. The person that he goes home and talks is to his is his bird? Um, like, are we bird? kidding? <laughs> I think we're making him sadder and sadder. Literally. Because that's the thing about Taylor is, like, I never feel like Taylor leads a sad life. Because I feel like you project a lot of the time on people who are, like, unattached, like, unmarried, Mm. not in any sort of romantic relationship. And childless at, like, a certain age that you're like, oh, they're sad. They're lonely. And it's like, no, no, I bet he really enjoys what he's doing. He really likes his job. He really likes measuring the heights of people's lawns. Like, seeing who's complying with the town ordinances like he really enjoys this like well thank you for making me feel better yeah there is an element of it that like we then project because we have you know real human needs and wants yeah that maybe he just doesn't yeah feel inclined and towards. that's again why i'm totally fine with not knowing his sexuality if he's had a past partner if he's been married yeah. if he wants to get married because i'm just like that doesn't necessarily add anything to his character for me that was like predominantly the question like as I'm like scrolling through like looking through the last of them I'm like it's every single one of them because a lot of them are like who do you think he'd be with in town and it's like I don't want to like choose someone just to choose someone because it's like I don't I don't know I kind of like that it was as we said before I liked that it was like kind of unanswered too and then the revival in a lot of ways that it did kind of like unbalanced that yeah uh, Joke is the wrong word, but running bit, I guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. But it's so interesting to hear people's opinions, thoughts, and the questions they had for us about a character that, like, you know, like I said, is is very, very integral to the town, but we know next to nothing about. We get, like, these little Easter eggs, but we only know him within the confines, basically, of the town. So um, it was really fun to read people's opinions on him because I've always felt, like, kind of indifferent towards him. But when I started seeing people's opinions and thoughts and questions come in, I was like, oh, yeah, we could talk about Taylor Dosey. And then I started to feel things. Yeah, and then this went this went a particular direction, did it not? Yeah, yeah. Again, I I was like you. I thought we were just going to roast him this entire episode, and yet, yeah. Do you have a favorite Taylor moment? I do. I know we didn't talk about this beforehand. I do love the moment 
in They Shoot Gilmore's, don't they, when he's punch drunk and talking about being a magician. I do oh, love that yeah. moment. I do love the ins and outs of ins. The SHBA, the SHTB, yeah. the SHNWO, and the SHCCSHC. I love that moment. I, I just love how he says the last one. And the SHCCSHC. F-I-N-E. I love it. That's one of my favorite loop lines, too. Good chemistry, an example. Uh, exactly. That moment. But I also love in season four... When Lorelai, when he tells Lorelai that she can't do renovations or start renovations on the dragonfly because it's like historical property and he has to get everybody there. Like he's trying to create all these obstacles. This for is him. an example of a, of why a lot of people didn't like him. Yeah. Because they felt like this is too much. I completely agree. But she needs a conflict. She needs yeah. some, uh, something to come up yeah. against in the story. Doing it too easily wouldn't be so fun. Totally. But he's like really coming up against her and she grabs him by like the shirt collar and she's like, what do you need me to do? And he's like, I want an ice cream truck. <laughs> and then she runs through the woods <laughs> and she goes to Luke and she's like, give him his ice cream truck. And he's like, what? She's like, just and he's give him so an ice okay cream truck. It. And he's like, yeah, I don't care. He can do whatever he wants. I love it so much. I'd say though that's my favorite. That is like a really good like Taylor coming back of like a Taylor full circle moment where like Taylor is so in charge of the town and so controlling of everything. But Luke buys that, you know, the extension of the diner Mm -hmm. and then becomes Taylor's landlord Mm -hmm. and is the ultimate overlord of Taylor. Um, I love the whole soda Uh, shop storyline. That's one of my favorites. He throws the frying pan through the window. Yeah. (laughs) Gets me. I love, but I love that. Um, I hadn't thought of that until you just said that, that like Taylor does have like ulterior motives and like deeper wants than what he's talking about. He wanted the ice cream truck Mm -hmm. and that was like the whole, he didn't openly admit it, but that was like the whole roundabout way to get there. I love, I love that. What about you? Um, I'm trying to think. I do. I genuinely do think it's when he is through the window. I think kind of anything that happens through that window that gets put up through the soda shop in the diner, like, I love yeah. that so much. But it's when um, Tippecanoe and Taylor, oh. too, when he's in I there. Know. And it's just like, oh, it's heartbreaking. I know. You know, I love all the sad moments. And that's, if that's not one, oh. that's, that's it. Know. That's the one. I know it. But I know that we've spent a lot of this episode kind of feeling sorry for Taylor. <laughs> we have. But... We did ask each other to plan some would you rathers with Taylor. So let's kind of roast him a little bit because that's what we're about to do. Do you want to go first? Okay. Would you rather Taylor Dozy plan your wedding or your funeral? Oh my God. Haley, this was one of mine, except I didn't, I didn't do the funeral, but I would rather him plan my funeral. I'm gone. (laughs) You do what you want. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My wedding. Hopefully I'll be there. What about you? I just feel like he would like have everything like so organized. He would. The thing is like, it's not that I wouldn't want him to plan my wedding if I felt like he'd listen to me. That's fair. Is he going to go I don't know that he'd listen to me. The thing is, if I'm dead, well, you're not going to listen to me anyway. (laughs) I think it would be a beautiful service. For sure. Honestly. For sure. Like, I almost like prefer that because it's like, yeah, I mean, not even just that I'm dead. I kind of want to be there. I'm gonna fake my own deaths just so I can be there at okay. it. <laughs> I, I I get it. I totally get it. Be a beautiful doves would probably fly. Yeah. You know, things would happen on time. I think that thing that that's the thing that gets me is like anything that happens with Taylor mm. Dozy, it would happen for on sure. Time. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Would you rather 
be a tenant in one of Taylor Dosey's buildings or be his assistant manager at Dosey's Market. Ooh. Because see, one of them, you could go home, you know, and it's the end of the day, talk about hating your boss, Mm -hmm. whatnot. So this is like, isn't this Kirk in like the early episodes? Isn't he the assistant manager at Dozie's? Yeah. Well, that's before and, um, they really flesh his character out. Yeah. Um, but if I live in his building, uh, you know what? I'm actually going to say I'd rather be a tenant. Me too. Because I think that the building would be managed really well. I think if you ever sent in a noise complaint, that person would be like canceled. For sure. Like, They'd be run out of he town. Would, yeah. Like Ursula, he would take their voice Literally. away. Um, <laughs> so I actually think it would be really great. I think that like the... You know, I think there'd probably be, like, flowers in the lobby. Mm-hmm. You know, really really well taken care of. I all agree. with the fees that he would impose mm-hmm. on you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, because I, I feel like I've always been, like, a quiet tenant. Like, I feel like I've been a good tenant. Maybe he would uh, make me think otherwise. Mm, um, maybe. But I think that he would run a tight ship. Yeah, I agree. And the thing is, you wouldn't have to deal with him necessarily all the time as long as you keep to yourself. For the most part. I mean, I'm sure he'd, you yeah. know conjure up some Working sort of for trouble. him would be hard yeah yeah i feel like dean didn't love that too much oh that was another question do you think that taylor was team dean oh my god what a fantastic question yes Ooh, you think he liked dean yeah because he he's... hated jess Fa- oh the young so hoodlum right. in the back no but he would he would totally i f- that was one of the things that i felt like needed to have happened was Taylor needed to meet Logan. Mm. I think that he would have fucking loved Logan Huntsberger. You do? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I think that Taylor would be really dazzled yeah. by him. Yeah, you're right. He would be like Emily Gilmore with Logan. Yeah, like, did he never meet the Gilmores? I can't remember. No, he did. Bracebridge dinner, they're having that conversation. Oh, right. And that's when you're Richard right, right. announces that he's retired. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like he would be dazzled by money. Oh, for sure. Taylor Dosey. For sure. Exchanging hands, as any politician is. For sure. Okay, actually, I have a follow-up to my initial would you rather. Would you rather be Taylor Dosey's assistant manager at Dosey's Market, or would you rather be Taylor Dosey's roommate? The manager? (laughs) (laughs) At the market. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. That's not as a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. It's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I thought you were going to ask me? Would you rather be the assistant manager at the market or at the soda shop? Ooh, that's interesting. I didn't think about that. I did not think about that. Hmm. Soda shop. I think so, too. I don't know why. I think it'd be more fun. I think it'd be more fun because it'd be ice cream. Yeah. Like, in, instead of, like, sh- like a, what is it called when you're stocking things? Like the, the stock boy? Stock boy. Stock boy. I don't know, that's what is Tristan that what they called him. him? Yeah. Is that what it is? Whatever he calls that guy that when Roy yeah. goes back yep. to talk to Dean, that what was his name? I forget. Want to um, say you, you know who I'm talking no, about? He says Mikey? Mikey. Mikey, this is Miss Gilmore. Watch her. <laughs> yeah. And she wants to ask him yeah. about his job. Yeah. I, for- I think she I says I'm looking called. for your checkout boy. I'm looking for your box, box boy. boy. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. We're really good We're, at remembering Yeah, this. we know the show very well. <laughs> very well. Um, but remembering Mikey, that was... That was good that job. Was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think that all in all, I would I would rather do the soda shop. Yeah, something about it seems yeah. fun. I also think the outfit yeah, would be Yeah, that'd be fun. cute to dress up. Yeah, because like the apron's fine, yeah. but like I would like a little like 
the soda sh- the soda shop yeah, fit, if you will. Sure. <laughs> okay, would you rather have Taylor Dozy as your father? Your father. <laughs> your father or your life partner? That's a tough one. Because honestly, the idea of either of those things being one or the mm-hmm. other kind of sus to be with. <laughs> um, I'm going to say father. Yeah, me too. I'm going to say father. I I could be Haley Dosey. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, you were going to be Haley Dosey. So. <laughs> I know. Well, then my next question is, would you rather be Taylor's second, like, right-hand man in the mafia or would you rather be Taylor's ice cream queen? Ice cream queen. <laughs> that was pretty easy yeah, for no, you. Yeah, <laughs> no. Um, I, I feel like being secondhand in the mafia, like that could get you in a lot of trouble. It could get you in a lot of trouble, but like it could also you know, get you a lot of perks. Kind of, but, but yeah, if you you're the power. ice cream queen, you can still be in the good graces without having to owe him anything. You yeah, know what I mean, you're probably you're probably really well protected too. Yeah. Um, your safety is probably really paramount. Mm. If you ever read mafia romances, the ice cream queen is always the one that's protected first. Yeah, that's exactly um. what they say. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would be the the right. I know I I know I have famously said before, infamously rather, that I would be Taylor Dosey's ice cream queen. I think that was on the Valentine's Day episode. Was oh it my not? god! I don't. If, if it was, I, I do which not one it remember. Was. That was so long um, ago. It was, I cannot remember which episode it was on, but I did say that. Um, but I think I would be this, his second in command. Who do you think is his second in Patty. command? Yeah, no you're doubt. right. Or Kirk. It could be Kirk. He's very sneaky. Yeah. He is very sneaky. He's stealth. Very, very unassuming. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> in that he is very, uh, like, very out in the open. You know, the best place to hide something is, is in plain sight. literally out in the open. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> always comes back to the ice cream mm-hmm, queen. Mm-hmm. Okay, to wrap this up, my would you rather plan your wedding was not the funeral because I wanted to. I wanted two options where you were alive for both, hopefully. Yeah, I think he probably planned your funeral after the mafia hit. That's probably Ooh. what happened. Um, <laughs> my would you rather in regards to the wedding is would you rather have Taylor Dozy plan your wedding or plan your senior prom? Oh, so like he's planning the Stars Hollow prom night. I think prom night. Yeah. You don't think it would be yeah. lame? I think that the thing that it keeps coming back to with my wedding is like I would so much rather the prom night be lame. Yeah, that's fair. You know. That's fair. I do think that there would be like he would keep tradition to yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I don't know that he would play the best music, Mm-mm. you know. Music. Um <laughs> it's just elevator music. <laughs> what kind of music does he like? Do we ever find out? He says something about music. He's like music. So I have to assume yeah. it's just elevator music in his house all but that's it. the time. Is that literally polka? he goes home and he turns on elevator music? Polka. I see him and as a polka it? listener. I think he loves a musical. He does. I think he okay, listens to a fair. lot of Barbara Streisand. Liza with a Z. Liza with a Z. Yeah, it would be like exclusively music and show tunes at your senior <laughs> yeah, prom. <laughs> no alcohol whatsoever. Well, it's not supposed to. No, it's not supposed to have that. But like, you yeah. know, everybody's like, we all saw Sonny pouring the flask into the bowl of punch at the prom in Greece. Like, we we know that like oh, people yeah, love yeah. to do that. I was like, like, who the fuck is I was Sunny? like, who is Sunny? <laughs> 
As in and Did you see that Harry Styles in in his band dressed up as um uh the characters from no. Greece? He was Danny Zuko. Cute. It was super oh my cute. God, cute. I loved it. And he's saying um hopelessly devoted. Oh, oh my it. god, I'm obsessed. I do have a question for you. One last one. This one's kind of a split one. Okay. But I think I know your answer okay. to it, but <laughs> Because it's not all about Taylor Dozy, but it, in regards to him a bit, is would you rather be caught the next morning wearing Taylor's cardigan or wearing Luke's flannel? Oh, Luke's flannel. Are you kidding me? No brainer. What about you? Are you the are you a Taylor's cardigan? <laughs> no. I don't know. No. How often do you think he washes his cardigan? Daily? Oh, yeah. I hope so. Or does it smell terrible? I hope so. No, I would say, I oddly enough think Taylor smells really nice. Mm. It reminds me of in Just Like Gwen and Gavin when um, someone's like, I've, oddly enough, I can still smell him when he's on like the, the like sky. Yes, I forgot <laughs> about that. Oh my God. I feel like he probably smells really nice, but no, totally. Because like as much as, as silly as it would be to see someone walking down the street in a walk of shame in his cardigan, <laughs> it has oh to God. be Luke's It has flannel. to be. Every time. Lorelai looked so cute in that flannel, so honestly, no notes. I would absolutely walk around in I that. I know. It's like, it's like that classic, like, morning after. I don't want to say walk no. of shame because, like, who's ashamed? I feel like it would be a little bit of a walk of shame in a cardigan through town. <laughs> Very true. Um, but speaking to Lorelai looking great in pretty much everything she wears, next week's episode, we are going to talk about the fashion of Gilmore Girls. Because I feel like those are, like, iconic looks. It's, like, Taylor's cardigan, Luke and his flannel, mm. Lorelai. You know, Lorelai's looks kind of change They really lot. do. And some of them are super quirky. Like, super, super quirky. Yeah. As the seasons go on, there's quite a bit that changes for her looks. Yeah. Totally. What's your fave? Oh. We'll have more to say on that next episode. If you want more Gilmore to say, join us on Patreon for a spoiler-full recap podcast, Gilmore Revisited, where you can access weekly episodes, monthly merch discounts, and a community page of your fellow Gilmore-obsessed besties. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Gilmore to Say Podcast, where you can find links to our Patreon and merch and stay up to date with all things Gilmore to Say.